Welcome to Marketing for the Sales Guy, a podcast that aims to share marketing ideas that salespeople can use, but also hopefully will be relevant to B2B marketers who want to see sales results from their marketing efforts. Okay, I have a guest on today's program, a very dear friend of mine and someone very knowledgeable indeed in the training field, especially online learning, but has also worn the marketing hat in the past, and that is my good friend, uh, Andrew Lupton. Welcome, Andrew. Thanks, Jeremy. Um, Pleasure to be on your show. I feel very privileged to be uh, apparently your first guest, uh, co-presenter, speaker, whatever you, you want to classify me as. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves, a co-presenter. But yes, you're certainly my first guest, Andrew, and uh, yeah, I'm delighted to have you on the program. Uh, why don't you tell uh, our listeners a, a little bit about your background and what your company does? Um, sure, yeah. Um, as, yeah as, as you know, we have been friends for many, many years. Um, I've been out here in Hong Kong for about 30 years, uh, predominantly in the uh, learning and development uh, space. I moved from uh, a, a background of a print media uh, in, into the learning development where I've gone through a, a wide range of emotions from doing the old CD-based training where you could do some very nice video interactions delivered through the computer through the early stages of the internet um, and putting content on which is very, very difficult to deliver through um networks because network speeds weren't the the high bandwidth that we have today um moving through what people did the uh, e-learning is a solution to everything let's convert all our powerpoints into long one hour two hour courses and everybody will do that training which for a variety of reasons they don't um up till now where we're doing some very interesting work in terms of just in support learning social learning and you know the uh, the, the, the fact we have this awareness of the um, the internet around it, it's so much more convenient to be able to deliver content through the computer, through phones, and to be able to communicate. So I've been in this field for yeah a number of years, currently engaged with a, a major aviation client who are going through a transformation uh, of one of their uh, main learning management systems. Um, so that's an interesting uh, project that would be worth a, a whole a whole podcast or two in its own right. Well, that's great, Andrew. Thanks very much. That's a great introduction, um, a great summary, and you've managed to date us uh, considerably there with uh, references to CDs there. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> much appreciated. Yes. Yes. Um, Do we need to explain what CDs are? Yeah, you'll have to explain that to me. I'm not entirely sure. I think that was a, a bit before my time. But, um, but yes, no, thank you for that reference. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to keep the the podcast quite short today uh, and get to to some key kind of meat of the discussion so why don't we kind of jump in straight away and Andrew and I will be talking about something that's uh, pretty topical and that's uh, remote working I think something most of us are now have some experience of uh, so I'm just kind of wondering Andrew just to kind of jump in on this subject what what is your experience being like working from home uh, how has that been well I'm, I'm, I'm doing it as we speak um so it's been a challenge for in, in a number of ways, um, like like any any 
platform where there's a, a change management, um, you know, you're, you're quite used to having the office environment where you can just either go to somebody's desk or wander around or you meet somebody. Um, and it's very easy just to have that casual interaction. One of the things we found was we tried to schedule regular meetings or with people individually, one-to-one, um, and or group sessions. And it was very structured. And we found that didn't really work so well. So one of the platforms we use is uh, Microsoft Teams, which has got some uh, chat capabilities. Uh, you can share documents, share files. You can access your SharePoint and various access. And Teams has really been the way that we've actually moved. Um, and uh, the whole focus of our work is now using Teams. And I say that that's actually proven very, very successful. Um, from the from a software viewpoint, um, no, that's, yeah. gr- that's great, Andrew. I mean, I, it's something I come across uh, kind of by accident myself a little while ago, and I don't generally work in a lot of teams, so I wondered how suitable it would be. But I did think when I had kind of been involved in a project that it's it's kind of difficult to communicate with a variety of people via email and text message, and especially if you're trying to get work done and you're trying not to pay attention to WhatsApp. But if you've got other members of the team that are using WhatsApp, then it's difficult to ignore. But I imagine using something like Teams, uh, that's, that's a little bit more structured and all the communication is via that. Does that kind of make it a lot easier? Uh, yes, absolutely. And what we've actually found has been a benefit we're, we're using email less, um, and the, so we're, we're now basically building up repositories. We're setting up um, groups within the uh, the Teams function. There's a very nice um, tasks function, so we're actually using the tasks um, for, for managing, setting, and we're tracking our, our, our actual tasks. So that's been a, uh, I would say, a, a definite plus in the way of that we would never have done that if we were still working from an, uh, an office environment. Okay. And is, is something like Teams, is that something that you kind of have open all the time and you, you're working kind of extensively in that? Uh, and it sounds great that you can have your know, to-do list and share tasks, but how about the more visual elements like um, kind of sharing things for, for proofs uh, and kind of amending things? Uh, how, how does that work? How is that possible in Teams? Um. Yeah, I mean, they're, 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 you, you can share screens, you can share um, various applications, you can, you know, um, integrating that with your, your, your SharePoint where you've got the, the common files that you can be working on. There, there's some, def, some definite advantages of, of, of using that. Um, and again, I'm not, I'm not just advertising Microsoft Teams. There, there are other platforms out there that have very similar capabilities um, like Slack, like Trello, um, that uh, are, are even some of the, the Google platforms where you can share uh, your Google Docs and you've got your Google Hangouts. Um, so it, it doesn't have to be Microsoft specific. There are other platforms that have that capability. But uh, right. one, one, one thing I have found is we, we've got one uh, computer in the office that we've got remote access to where we do some, um, some fairly high graphics. Um, we found that quite challenging to manage that remotely. Um, so we're actually finding that we're, we're scheduling people to go in to use that particular software um, and, and that, that one particular uh, computer that we use. So that that's one thing I, you know, we, we, we've had to do a little bit of changing about um, to access that, that particular computer. And that's been one yeah. challenge. 
I imagine that some of these are going to require some work around and just from the experience of having to do this, you'll find other solutions, I, I imagine. Uh, I just You mentioned at the beginning, you know, you try to have it's more structured one-to-one -one meetings uh, and kind of group meetings. Does that mean there's there's no place for that, you don't think? Or, or is there a place for kind of the structured meetings? And if so, should it be every day or every couple of days? Uh, how often do you think people should be kind of meeting online in this kind of meeting format? That's a great question, um, but I guess it's sort of you know how long is a piece of string. It dep depends on your particular role within the within the, the marketing or sales team or your or, or, or your particular business unit. Um, but absolutely, we we still have scheduled meetings, and I think the scheduled meetings are very very important. It does give you that discipline, um, and I think you know I have that's something I haven't really mentioned or we haven't really talked about in terms of working from home uh, to make sure you do have some form of structure that um, you, you, you get that discipline separating your, your home life from your work life um, to make sure that, that you, know, you, you have the discipline to work when you're meant to be working. And also, you know, um, if you're working with um, multinational companies in multiple time zones, that, that ability to always be there, you can find yourself working until 11, 12 o'clock at night if you're working with the States or early into the evening if you're working with uh, with Europe. Um, and it is important to make sure you have that um, that, that space to differentiate from your work and, and, and your home. Um, so that that's one thing I, I would say. Uh, I, I myself, uh, I, I use dress. Um, if, if I'm working, I'll actually go put on a, a, a dress shirt. Um, it makes me feel a little bit more like I'm actually doing some work, um, and it puts me in that work mode. And then at the end of the day, I'll take off my uh, my shirt and I'll just change back into my my, my casual clothes as as I would normally. Oh, that's interesting. I was going to ask you that because uh, I'm kind of the opposite. I'm very much a kind of not quite sit around in my pajamas all day, but I am much more relaxed about that. And I was going to ask about that whether that does does make a difference but clearly you think it, it does make a difference and I think it would be for most people I guess for me I've kind of been working from home for a long period of time so for a lot of people I think that discipline is uh, is probably good to maintain so that's a good point yeah I, I, I guess it's, it, it's very much down to the individual but I think it whatever you use to try to differ, differentiate um, or, or, or to help you get in the the, the work zone or the, the work mindset I think that's important um, Maybe a simple thing, right? I get here's my cup of coffee. I brought my, my cup of coffee to my desk. I'm now working. I mean, Maybe something as simple as that. Um, yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's it's probably good to uh, keep keep trying to keep the similar kind of hours as well. If you have lunch at a certain time, is try and maintain that. And if there's certain times that you normally go for a coffee and a chat, um, you, know, you can kind of go online and do that. I guess that's probably a good thing. Just a quick question about meetings. Going back to meetings. I know it depends on how many people you have in a meeting, but you know, whereas when you're in a kind of conference room, you can make sure everybody participates. It's a little bit more challenging online. How, how do you go about making sure everybody kind of contributes in a meeting? Is there a kind of formal structure to that, or is it you just leave it to people to do it themselves? Um, we've we've got different meetings. Um, we've got sort of um, slightly, slightly more informal meetings. We try to use through video when we're, we're all there particularly on our, uh, our, our our monday sort of get together and planning for the week um we, we always use video so we just uh and the the, the first part of it uh is 
very social. It's about what we did at the weekend, how we're feeling. You know, there, there are different people that are under different um, environments. We've got a team in India that are currently under lockdown, so they can't get out of the house. Um, or here in Hong Kong, we're still quite lucky. We have the flexibility to get in and out of the house. So the meetings has actually become quite important to the, 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 the members there in terms of it's an outlet for them to feel connected, uh, to try and take away that sense of isolation. So the, the first meeting is very, very social. Um, you know, it, it's, it's really about the, you know, connecting with people as people, uh, making sure they are okay, because there, there are some people that are, are struggling um, to, 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 to cope and, and manage that transition. So the meetings are all about making sure we've got the support network to let people know that we care about them as individuals. Um, and we, one of the things we, 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 we do is every week somebody has to do a little bit um, about their background something that we didn't know about them so uh, for example one of my colleagues I, I didn't know she was a very keen badminton player um, and she was just talking a little bit about badminton or a badminton experience and she used to represent her um, her, her province at badminton um, we would probably never have found that out if, if we didn't have these yeah. conversations um, another thing we're trying to do that's it seems to work quite well is we say uh, for one of the meetings okay we have to just very briefly, just say what what have you learned in the last week? And then one new thing that you've learned that's going to help you, but in, in your job or, or 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 maybe of interest to the team. So maybe it's a it's a, a, a new feature, functionality in one of the softwares we've done. Maybe it's a, a new skill set in terms of a, a new technique that people have done when they've been presenting to clients or they've been working together. Um, just very simple, short things. But again, that's a great way of giving you something to go and do it and bring into the meeting and ensuring everybody's going to be contributing in, in, in the meetings, which I think is important. Yeah, no, I think those are excellent ideas. I, mean, I certainly think you know, starting the meeting in a more of kind of a social setting, because uh, I think so many people are just used to kind of jumping on a conference call and then right, this is what we normally do in conference calls. But it doesn't have to be that way now. You can get back to kind of the more social introductions and have the chit chat before. And I, I think you're, to your point about the social support as well, I think that's good. And I think if you have an outlet there to have one-to-ones with people, if they are struggling, I think that'd also be, be good. Um, but yeah, the idea of actually finding out more about somebody than you would do in a kind of one-to-one office environment is, is kind of interesting. There's some real benefits from uh, you know from the work from home thing, and I particularly like the the learning idea. I think that kind of focuses the mind a little bit on oh, I'm going to be asked to speak this week on what I've learned. I better I better start learning something. I think that's a great kind of motivator as well. I think all oh, four of those things are kind of excellent ideas. Right, and then, and yeah, and, then, and the element of sharing. One, my the, the yeah. thing I learned when I was sharing was in in using Zoom, you can have virtual backgrounds, so you can choose a virtual background. Um, so it doesn't have to be your, your your bedroom wall that's behind you every time. Um, you can go and pick a pick a screen, uh, an image, or even a video, um, and and you can have that as your background during your Zoom meetings. So, again, we do that for one 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 of the more casual meetings. Everybody goes and picks a virtual background, um, you know, and if if they want to explain why they've chosen that virtual background, they can, or if not, they can just pretend to be on the golf course. They can pretend to be you know, top of a building. Um, or they've got some cool video just playing in the background. So that again, that's just helping that engagement and keeping people entertained. Um, 
yeah. but you still have to, you still have to do the meeting and do the, the yeah the, the boring nitty gritty bits of it but these things just help i think well, that's, that's, that's something I hadn't actually thought about because I've kind of played around with a kind of virtual background. And it doesn't work that well for me. I think you, you do need a pretty good uh, connection to do that. But I think just the, the, the idea you mentioned about turning that into another device, another talking point to, to get people to, to come up, be kind of creative with their background and come up with a backstory, I think is another kind of cool thing. I hadn't really thought about that. That's uh, Again, it's a, it's a plus uh, from you know, this whole working from home kind of idea. So, you know, I think that's good. No, some really good ideas there, Andrew. I mean, just the more I've talked to you about this and just from your, just going through your experiences, you know, with your colleagues, uh, I can spend a lot longer talking about this. Unfortunately, uh, today, I just wanted to keep this uh, show pretty short today, but definitely would like to maybe return to this and, and some other topics and have you on the show again. i definitely like to do that. I mean, there are, I'm going to be a little bit biased here because obviously I represent the Harvard Business Review and we have actually have quite a lot of content on working from home. So I can definitely share that in the, in the show notes. But if there's any resources that you want to share, I could definitely include that in the show notes as well. But if, uh, if anybody wanted to kind of reach out and connect with you, either about training or about what we talked about today, how could they best reach you, Andrew? Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn's probably the what uh, most people have a LinkedIn account. So if you just search for and Andrew Lupton, uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I've also got a couple of uh, Twitter handles. I've got a personal one, um, which is at Luppy HK. Slightly more um, social, casual um, right. commentary on, on on business, and I've got my, um, my 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 business one at at Eden Learn. Um, but again, we can put them in the show notes and people can have a look at those, uh, if, if they, if they wish. And yeah, I'm very happy to, to connect with people, um, on uh, say, uh, LinkedIn or Twitter. That's great. Well, once again, Andrew, thanks very much for joining the show, my friend. I hope to get you back on the show and, um, you know, hopefully we can do that again very soon. So thank you very much. Thank, thanks for asking, Jeremy. It's uh, been a pleasure. Um, yeah, you stay safe and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, you too, Andrew. Thanks very much. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Jeremy. So, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, do share. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. If you want to access other podcasts and related articles, you can visit us at omjmedia.com. That's omjmedia.com. Until next time, bye-bye.